بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا Brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about another of the Sahaba of Rasulullah Abbad bin Bishr It was the fourth year after Hijrah and the city of the Prophet Badiratul Barawara was still under threat both from within and without. From within the Jewish tribe of Banu Nadir, they broke their agreement with Rasulullah and made plans to kill him. And for this they were banished from the city and this was in the month of Safar. A two months of uneasy quiet passed. Then Rasulullah received news that tribes from Najd were planning an attack. To preempt them, Rasulullah gathered a force of over 400 men and leaving one of his companions, Uthman bin Affan, in charge of the city, he set out eastwards. Among this force was the young Madinan uh, Ansari Sahabi Abad bin Bishr. See the way of Rasulullah he need not have gone in this expedition himself. There were enough people for him to delegate, but he didn't. This is the essence of leadership to take the lead, to put yourself in line of danger, to be in the front. So arriving at Najd, Rasulullah found the hostile tribes, uh, their uh, habitations uh, had no men because the men had uh, run away. They all had taken to the hills. Only the women were there. Um, Some of them then uh, regrouped and prepared to fight. The time was Salat al-Asr. Rasulullah feared that the hostile tribesmen would attack them during the Salah and he arranged the Muslims in ranks and divided them into two groups and performed the prayer, the Salah as Salat al-Khawf. When one of the group, uh, one group performed with him, made one rakat while the other group stood on guard and for the second rakat the groups changed places. So each group completed its prayer with one rakat after Rasulullah had finished. On looking at the disciplined ranks of the Muslims, the hostile tribesmen became uneasy and frightened. Rasulullah had made his presence felt and something of his mission was now known at first hand in the central highlands of Arabia and so he departed peacefully. On the way back, Rasulullah pitched camp in a valley for a night. As soon as the Muslims had settled their camels and so on and camped, Nabi Wasallam asked, Who will be our guard tonight? We, O Rasulullah Wasallam, said the two uh, brothers in Islam, Abad bin Bishr and Ammar ibn Yasir, they were, the, they were paired off as brothers by Rasulullah when he arrived in Medina after Hijrah. Abad and Ammar left, they were in a valley, so they left to the uh, mouth of the valley to take up their duty. 
Abbas saw that his brother was uh, tired. He saw that Ammar bin Yasir was tired and he, told, and he said to him, what part of the night do you want to sleep? The first or the second? So Ammar bin Yasir said, can I sleep in the first part because I am tired? So Abbas bin Bishr said, no problem. And uh, Ammar bin Yasir was soon fast asleep. The night was clear and calm and peaceful and the stars and the rocks and the trees, they all seemed to be silent and in dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Abad bin Bishr felt very nice and serene. There was no movement, no threat. Uh, so he thought to himself, why not spend the night in ibadah, in reciting the Quran? So how delightful it would be to combine the uh, to Salah with the recitation of the Quran. And he was one of the Qurra of the Quran. He loved to recite the Quran. So he thought to himself, well, why not pray and, uh, you know, recite Quran. And really, you have to uh, experience praying in the open. I remember once we were going, uh, my, 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 me and my family and another very dear friend of ours, uh, Asim, and his family, all of us were going from uh, Medina to Makkah and we took uh, the road from Badr, which road, which, the old road which passes through Badr. And it was time for Salatul, I think Salat, Salatul Maghrib. Uh, so we, we, some time passed, so we, were playing, we were going to pray Maghrib and Isha together. And we decided to stop and pray in the desert. And we stopped this car and there was a full moon and beautiful bright stars and we uh, spread out the carpets in the, on the sand and we prayed on the sand. It was so incredibly beautiful. So this is the kind of situation which uh, Abad bin Bishr encountered. Of course, they were not in the desert as in, a, as in sand. They were probably in more uh, uh, rocky kind of areas. Now, Abad bin Bishr he was enthralled by the Quran from the moment he first heard it being recited in the voice of Musa bin Umayr because Abad bin Bishr was one of the first of the Ansari Sahaba to, to accept Islam. And uh, he was only about 15 years old at that time, before the Hijrah. Uh, and he heard uh, Musa ibn Awayr reciting the Quran and he literally sort of fell in love with the Quran. And the Quran had a very special place in his heart. And day and night, therefore, he would recite the Quran as much as possible. And he became known among Rasulullah's uh, Sahaba as the friend of the Quran. Now, late at night, Nabi Sallallahu once stood up to perform the Hajjud uh, in Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa Radilana's house, which was right next to the masjid. And he heard a voice reciting the Quran from the masjid, pure and sweet and as fresh as when Jibreel Islam brought him the Quran. And Nabi Sallallahu said, Aisha, is that the voice of Abad bin Bishr? She said, yes, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Nabi Sallallahu prayed and said, Ya Allah, forgive him. Ya Allah, forgive him. And so beautiful to, uh, he got the dua of the Prophet Sallallahu And so in the stillness of the night at the mouth of the valley in the Najd, Abbad Radilano stood up and faced the Qibla and he started his Salah. And uh, he started he started reading after Surah Al-Fatiha, he started reading Surah Al-Kahf. Now, Surah Al-Kahf, as you know, is 110 ayat, and uh, 
which uh, talk about the virtues of halal of of iman and truth and patience and while he was absorbed in reciting and reflecting upon the uh, words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala words of illumination and wisdom uh, a stranger stalked one of these uh, uh, tribesmen he came he was talking his fa- he was uh, after the sahaba and uh, he came and he uh, he had run away to the uh, in the mountains but his wife whom he had left in the village had been taken a- as a hostage by one of the muslims when he eventually found his wife was gone he swore by allah and uzza that he would pursue rasulullah and, and his companions and would not return unless he had killed somebody so from a distance the man saw the figure of abad radhiyallahu silhouetted at the mouth of the valley and and he knew that uh, the rasulullah must be inside the valley so he drew his bow and he notched an arrow and he shot abad bin abad bin bishr radhiyallahu with his arrow now said abad radhiyallahu was wearing Uh, must have been wearing chainmail armor so the arrow but still the arrow struck him and it wounded him but uh, it didn't kill him uh, sayyidina abbad radhiyallahu continued his recitation and then the man shot a second arrow and then the, but he still did the same thing and he shot a third arrow now abbad bin bishr radhiyallahu he made ruku and sujood and by then he had become very weak because a lot of blood had also flown and as he uh, when it was in sajda he re- he uh, stretched out his hand and shook up uh, shook his companion uh, ammar bin yasir uh, ammar bin yasir radhiyallahu uh, woke up uh, while abad bin bishr radhiyallahu continued the salah and then he when he finished he said uh, stand up i have been wounded Uh, Ammar radhiyallahu jumped up and began to yell and seeing them the attacker fled into the darkness. Uh, Ammar bin uh, Yasir radhiyallahu then turned and saw Abad bin Bishr who was who was badly wounded and he said why didn't you wake me up when you were hit by the first arrow? And he said I was in the midst of reciting the ayat of the Quran which filled my soul with the awe and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and i did not want to cut short the recitation he said nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam had commanded me to commit this surah to memory to memorize surah al-kahf he said death would have been dearer to me than the rest, than than that this recitation of this surah should be interrupted abad bin bashar radhiyallahu's uh, love for the quran uh, is was so uh, amazing uh, that it was Uh, equality he was known for his constant immersion in ibadah his, his his heroic courage and his generosity in the path of allah um he would be always in the first lines when it was time for anything that to do with with uh, uh, protecting islam and when the time for receiving his reward he would only be found after much effort and difficulty they were had to go and search for him he was never in the front was very trustworthy in his dealings with the wealth of the muslims um this was recognized aisha radhiyallahu anha mother she said there are three people among the ansar whom no one could excel in virtue sa'd bin mu'adh usaid bin khudair and abad bin bishr 
Abad Radhelanu died a Shaheed in the Battle of Yamama. Just before the battle, he had a strong presentiment of death and martyrdom. He had this feeling that he would he would become Shaheed. And he noticed that there was a lack of mutual confidence among the Mahajurun and Ansar. He was very grieved and upset with this. He realized that there would be no success for the Muslims in these terrible battles unless the Mahajurun and Ansar were grouped in separate regiments so that it could be clearly seen who bore the responsibility and who were truly steadfast. At the break of the of uh, day, when the battle commenced, this is at Yamama, Abad bin Bishr stood on uh, a mound and he shouted, he said, O oh, Ansar, distinguish yourselves among men, destroy your scabbards and do not forsake Islam. Uh, he, uh, he, he spoke to them uh, until about 400 men gathered around him, at the head of whom was Thabit bin Khayth, Al-Bara'i bin Malik and Abu Dujana. Uh, who had the who had the sword of Rasulullah uh, With this force, Abbad bin Bishr unleashed an offensive into the enemy's rank. This is the uh, Musaylma al kadhab and uh, it and drove them back to what was called the Garden of Death. At the walls of the garden, Abbad bin Bishr fell, and so numerous were his wounds that he was hardly recognizable. He had lived and fought and died as a mu'min, alhamdulillah, as a sahabi of Rasulullah My brothers and sisters, these stories are meant to inspire us and to enable us to live our lives in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which the sahaba uh, all tried to do and managed to do.